0: All right, dad. Saddle up because we are taking a ride with one of the world's best professional bull riders today. Cooper Davis was the 2016 PBR World Champion. Now listen, growing up here in the Northeast, bull riding isn't something that I ever saw too much of, but it has grown such a large audience over the years. They host major events right here in Madison Square Garden, and Cooper Davis has just been crushing the world of professional bull riding. I have nothing but respect for these athletes because it really takes an incredible amount of courage and talent to do what they do, and Cooper is a guy who's been doing it since he's 13 years old. I'm very excited to have him here with me today. Cooper Davis will be here in just a few minutes, so please stick around for the interview. And I think it's so cool now the amount of coverage that can be given to these types of sports due to all the technology. It means that if your kids are into following sports such as bull riding or fishing or even bowling, there are more ways than ever to find content and live video of all of these things. I've tried to do my best here to bring in fathers from all different types of sports. If you scroll through the archives of the show here, you're going to see my interviews with the Bassmaster champion fisherman Justin Lucas, 22-time world champion 10-pin bowler Jason Belmonte, the world's fastest rugby player, Carlin Isles; world-class surfer, Shane Dorian, and of course, legendary skateboarder, Tony Hawk, and so many others to give a wide variety of perspectives on fatherhood. So I encourage you to take a listen to any of the episodes that sound interesting to you. And Friday on the podcast, I'm going to have a fellow podcaster who has been in the game much longer than I've been. Ross Patterson is the co-host of the Drinking Bros podcast, which sees over 8 million downloads a month. He's also a successful writer, actor, and comedian, so lock it in for that. Make sure you follow me over on Instagram at Alec underscore Lace to stay up to date with all of the upcoming guest announcements. And as always, guys, please help me spread the word about this podcast to every father in your neighborhood or in your contact list. Let them know about the show that celebrates fatherhood and family life. Fatherhood rocks, family values rule, and every day is Father's Day right here with me. And I'm going to be right back with bull riding phenomenon, Cooper Davis. I'm Alec Lace, and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. Dads, are you tired of taking supplements that never deliver? Well, Redcon One was created to ensure that you get real hardcore products that deliver real results. Trusted by four-time world strongest man, Brian Shaw, and founded by supplement entrepreneur, aaron singerman redcon one is crushing the industry you have to try their mre bars which are packed full of nutritious food sources that will replenish your system when you need it most and they taste so good your toddler will think they're eating a candy bar but we're talking whole food meal replacement and right now first class fatherhood listeners can save 20 percent on their entire order from redcon one simply use the promo code father at the checkout so let's go dads for the highest state of readiness choose redcon one Visit RedCon1.com, use the promo code FATHER, and save 20%.
1: Joining me now, first-class father, Cooper Davis. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Yes, sir. I appreciate you having me. Let's start right here. How many kids do you have, and how old are they?
2: I've got one little boy. He's four years old. Uh, He'll be five in May this year.
1: Very cool, you got him involved in any sports or activities yet? uh yeah, we're
2: actually playing t ball right now uh and he'll he actually ride sheep every now and then from time to time but uh yeah, right now our big focus is uh t ball
1: okay, very cool. you get involved with coaching at all with the t ball team or you like to enjoy that from the sidelines
2: no uh actually i'm uh my cousin and i we both have a little boy at the same age, and uh we're both both uh the coaches of the team, so uh just kind of a fun way to to spend time and and uh, yeah, I enjoy it. Yeah, that's awesome, Cooper. All right, if you could
1: please just take a minute here to hit my listeners with a little bit about your background and what you do.
2: Yeah, so my name's Cooper Davis. I'm a professional bull rider. I'm 25 years old, and uh, I became a father at the young age of 21. Uh, kind of right when my career took off, and uh, you know, it's it's been a uh, been pretty neat getting to share that with uh with my little boy and, and wife.
1: Yeah, very cool, Cooper. How did becoming a dad kind of change your perspective on life?
2: You know, becoming a dad really changed my whole outlook on riding bulls to uh, really just everything in life because you don't really, you don't understand having a kid and all the things that your parents worried about until you have a kid of your own. So, uh, you know, I never was worried about my job, never was worried about uh, really anything. I kind of lived a carefree life until uh, I got married and, and had a little boy, so it's changed, uh, you know. I've got somebody else to to worry about more than myself now, and and uh, it's kind of changed my approach at everything.
1: Yeah, very well said, Cooper. And does your son come to the events? And what's his react? If he does, what's his reaction to you when you get uh, you know thrown off the bowl? Yeah. So my son, he goes
2: to most uh, most of the events with me. Uh, he and my wife they travel around the United States and Canada and all that with me. So whenever they go, it's it's. Uh, you know, he gets pretty pumped up and pretty fired up about it, so he always asks me, Dad, did you win? And uh the answer's not always yes, but he uh you know, he's starting to starting to learn the difference between winning and losing and uh it's just uh it's pretty cool to get to share those moments with him and, and he's uh I don't know, he's
1: he's always there to pick me up when it doesn't go good too, so yeah, good stuff. And and if there are any parents listening, Cooper, that have kids who are interested in bull riding, uh what is the best way for them to go about doing that and what is really a good age for them to start?
2: You know, what I tell everybody is uh the only way to
1: to actually become a good bull rider
2: is just to get on bulls and and be around the right group of guys that uh like myself or somebody that is really willing to help you the right way and uh you know, I always tell everybody to become a lawyer because uh, a lawyer or a doctor because riding bulls is pretty tough on your body and uh it it'll dang sure worry you as a parent to see your kid go down that road and uh you know it's uh it's just a dangerous sport but it's well worth it whenever things go the way that they should
1: yeah it, it, obviously it's a very dangerous sport and you know what we've seen some sports uh begin to decline over the years NASCAR boxing in particular uh what, what has kind of been the trend with bull riding is it on an uptick is it staying steady uh or, or is it falling behind and, and what should people who don't watch uh why should they start tuning in uh you know bull riding it's kind of uh it's kind of
2: picking up more of a pace more more of a mainstream sport type of deal uh you know it's Kind of coming into a new own, I guess they've uh, changed things around. Uh, there's going to be a lot of new things coming up in the next year or so. That, uh, but yeah, I mean uh, PBR. It's, it's more than just a guy getting on a bull and trying to ride it for eight seconds. I mean it's a whole it's a whole show. I mean we've got entertainment from start to finish, and there's not many uh, not many places that you can go to see the type of athletes that you see uh, as far as animal athletes. Uh, these bulls, they're bred specifically for bucking, and if they didn't enjoy it and didn't love it, then they wouldn't do it. Uh, so the, the animals, they love it just as much as we do. Whenever they load them up on the trailer, there, they're they're, uh, they're running to go. They're not they're not forced to do anything that they don't want to do.
1: Yeah, and I would imagine Cooper, with all the uh, you know the technology and the opportunity we have now to be able to to watch whenever we want to, there's more access to see so many different events that which there wasn't uh, quite a few years ago. So, who were who some of the uh, the bull riders that you kind of looked up to and admired as a kid when you were growing up?
2: As a kid, there was uh,
1: Chris Shivers, Jim Sharp, uh, Don Gay,
2: Jim Shoulders, all those guys that uh, you know a couple of them were before even my time of being able to watch, but there's still guys that just leave that legacy behind and uh, guys that I've actually had the chance to shake their hand and, you know, some I consider friends now. So uh, those are guys that I looked up to and still look up to today. And, uh, you know, it's just it's pretty cool to, to I guess, idolize those guys and, and, you know, to actually be, I guess, in their shoes, you know, what they were in
1: 20 years ago. Yeah, very cool, Cooper. And uh, reading it back into you as a dad here, what type of disciplinarian are you as a dad so far here? And is it different than the discipline style you grew up with?
2: You know, I'm a little probably probably a little more lenient, I guess, uh, as far as being hard on my kid. I guess as I was raised, but at the same time, I try to try to discipline him the same in uh, in public as I do at home. Because to me, there's so many times that parents are scared to. You know, get onto their kid in public, and uh, I guess they're scared to be criticized. But you know, you want your kid to have that same consistency over and over everywhere he's at. That way, when he gets into the public himself, whenever he's growing up, he knows how to handle himself and carry himself. So, uh, you know, I just try to be consistent with what I'm doing as a father, and and let him know that after every time I get onto him, that I love him, and it's because I love him that I'm getting onto him, not because uh, you know that he's just done something bad. Uh that's something my dad and my mom always did with me when I was growing up, that any time they got on to me, that, uh, you know, if they had to get on to me, that I knew the reason I was, you know, in trouble and, and that, you know, they're doing it because they love me. And it's, it's coming from a place of love instead of a place of
0: uh, anything else. All right, dads, if you're a coffee lover like me, then I have got an exciting offer for you. Fruit of the Bean Coffee is giving First Class Fatherhood listeners 25% off their first order at fruitofthebean.com. Use the promo code fatherhood and save 25% off fresh coffee that isn't roasted until you place your order. How's that for fresh? Plus, Fruit of the Bean is giving back by helping orphans and fighting human trafficking. Fruit of the Bean is partnered with Project Rescue and the Christian Alliance for Orphans. So let's go, dads. Visit fruitofthebean.com or tap the link in the show notes and use the promo code FATHERHOOD to get 25% off your first order. Once you place your order, that's when your coffee will be roasted and a portion of the money you spend will go directly to helping orphans and fight human trafficking. www.fruitofthebean.com promo code FATHERHOOD.
1: Yeah, very cool. And just piggybacking on that, what what are some of the top values that you hope to instill in your son?
2: You know, honesty is is kind of one of the biggest things that I was raised up on. You know, if you if you've uh, if you've done something wrong, then you know you need to pass up and say, hey, you know, I'm, I I did it wrong. I'm sorry, and uh, everybody's not going to be perfect. So, uh, honesty would be one of my bigger deals, and uh, you know, hard work's another one. Uh, honesty, hard work, and uh, you know. I guess just being a good person in general, but uh, and and family, being close to family, that's another deal. Uh, so I'm really close to my dad still, and when Mac, my little boy, grows up, I want us to be in, be able to go and do things just like my dad still does with me. So, uh, you know, it, it's not just a raise until they're 18 and let them go type of deal. Uh, it's it's a lifelong deal, and uh, it's a friendship. But he's He's sure taught me more in the last four years than I've probably taught him, honestly. Uh, it's it's just a neat feeling becoming a dad and, and knowing that, you know, you've got that little human dependent on you for his life, I guess. so. But going back to your question, honesty, loyalty, and family uh, and hard work, that's that's kind of the, I guess, the four main things that I wanted to, to be instilled in him.
1: Yeah, that's awesome, Cooper. And one of the things you, you touched on there is I find myself – uh, being a little bit more honest, I have four kids myself, and, and something like I, I could never imagine growing up, like my father ever apologizing to me or saying he was wrong in any situation. But it's something I find myself—I'll call myself on it, especially if I punish the wrong kid for the wrong thing. I, I kind of find it better to fess up and say, "Hey, look, I got that one wrong, and uh, you know, I, maybe I should do it a different way."
2: Yep, I'm with you right there. I've, I've done the same thing. Uh, you know, I've gotten onto my little boy before, and come to find out, you know, it wasn't his fault or he didn't. Didn't do it, uh, you know. And a lot—I mean, a lot of times, you know, we'll get onto a kid for dropping a drink or something, but it's the same thing that we do. So, it, really, I mean, it's hard to, to get onto him for an accident. And you know, I find myself apologizing uh, because you know accidents are going to happen, things are going to happen like that. So, I find myself apologizing, uh, you know, pretty regular because I want him to know, like, if you if you've done something, uh, I'm not. I'm not above uh, having to apologize myself.
1: Yeah, and talking about like leading for example, from example and, and, and doing things that we see them doing, one of the big things right now, the most difficult things for a lot of parents is the technology because we're trying to tell our kids uh, not to use the technology, yet we're on it all the time. So uh, is, is your son, I know he's a little young yet, but is he already uh, swiping screens, involved in the iPad and all that stuff?
2: Yeah, we try to limit the iPad to going on trips and things like that, so whenever he's stuck in a car seat or on a plane or whatever, you know, he's got something to do, but when we're home, we're outside trying to, we're going fishing or uh, hunting or, you know, spending time outside playing t-ball, stuff like that that, you know, as a kid, that's kind of what I did. Uh, you know, technology's great and all, but it's got its place for a kid and uh, you know, it's it's really kind of need to filter the time I see to to have all that. And I I don't see it as a bad thing, but I also see it as you know, kids aren't getting outside and playing like they used to, and which isn't all bad. But you know, I, I would like to be able to enjoy the outdoors with them as well.
1: Yeah, I'm right there with you on that, Cooper. And, and, and doing the you know the professional bull riding, you travel to many different cities, as you mentioned there. Do you have a uh, a particular venue or a particular city that you enjoy that you uh, always look forward to going back to? Yeah, AT&T Stadium is one
2: that's always at the top of my list, and Arlington there. And uh, you know, there's T-Mobile Arena in, in Vegas, 02 right there, they kind of have a special place for me because you know they're our biggest biggest events or biggest venues that we go to all year long, and uh, the stage is just a little bit, and that kind of seems to be where my performance rises. Yeah,
1: very cool. And how about uh, as far as uh, what type of plans do you have here for yourself uh, for the future, for the 2020 season, and are you planning on having any more kids? Yeah, I broke my
2: neck uh, in early January, but Things are looking to be back on track and made, where I'll be able to ride again. And, uh, you know, it's just trying to rehab and take myself back to uh, getting healthy. And, you know, once I get healthy, I'm ready to, to rock and roll again. But as far as having kids, you know, I'm really content with having one. Uh, you know, I, I love this one so much and I enjoy the time I get to
1: spend with them. And, you know, I just,
2: I think one's perfect for us.
1: <laughs> all right very cool last thing i want to hit you with here cooper i love to ask all the dads that i get on the podcast what type of advice do you have for that new dad or for that about to be father who's out there listening
2: you know i was scared to death when i found out i was going to be a dad uh i didn't know what kind of dad i would be but as long as you love you know your little one and uh just continuously love him and do everything with love then it's uh you're going to be a great dad, and there's no more of a re- rewarding feeling. Uh, that's the greatest accomplishment you'll ever have. So that would be yeah. my advice to any new dad or anybody that's on the fence about whether or not they should have a kid or not right now. Uh, it's it's just a super rewarding feeling, and there's you've never felt
1: love that kind of way. Yeah, very well said. I love the message. It's been an honor for me. i got to say, Cooper Davis, you're a first-class father all the way, and thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time on first-class fatherhood.
2: Yes, sir. Thank you all for having me.
0: To wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood, I got to give a special thank you once again to Cooper Davis for giving me a few minutes of his time here. That was so cool. Please hit me up on Twitter, guys, or so drop me that DM on Instagram. Let me know what you thought about today's episode. I always love to read your feedback. Lock it in Friday. Fellow podcaster of the Drinking Bros Podcast, Ross Patterson will be joining me here. His podcast sees upward of 8 million downloads a month, a benchmark that I could only dream of hitting at some time in the future for myself. Lock it into my Instagram account at Alec underscore Lace so you can keep up to date with all of the awesome upcoming guest announcements. That's all I got for you guys today. I'm Alec Lace. Thank you for listening to First Class Fatherhood. And please remember, guys, we are not babysitters. We are fathers. And we're not just fathers. We are first class fathers. <laughs>